Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, provided by Living Stream Ministry and featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. Witness Lee served the Lord faithfully for more than 70 years, culminating with his exhaustive commentary on the entire scriptures called Life Study of the Bible. At the end of the program, we'll give you the website where you can find out more about the remarkable ministry of these two men. But for now, we hope you enjoyed today's program. Witness Lee, a prolific Christian teacher and writer, rested from his earthly labor and went to be with the Lord he loved on June 9, 1997. He was 91 years old. Witness Lee was a close co-worker of Watchman Nee in China and brought his ministry to the United States in 1962. For the next one half hour, we will feature excerpts of a three-part memorial which took place between July 3rd and 9th in Orange County, California. Part one of this memorial was attended by over 5,000 believers in Christ in 12 meetings over six days. This gathering was a continuation of semi-annual Bible trainings initiated by Witness Lee over 20 years ago. Ron Kangas of Living Stream Ministry opened the training to remember and memorialize the truth of Witness Lee's ministry as summarized in the last 11 points. The Apostles' teaching, the New Testament ministry, God's economy, the triune God, the all-inclusive Christ, the full ministry of Christ, the all-inclusive Spirit, the divine life, the body of Christ, the practical expression of the Church, and the glorious New Jerusalem. Paul says something very striking in 2 Timothy 3.14. But you continue in the things which you have learned and have been assured of, knowing from which ones you have learned them. We are here to continue in the things which we have learned, the things of God's New Testament ministry, the things of God's eternal economy. But as we continue in these things, in us is a deep, intrinsic knowing. This knowing is the realization that we did not learn these things in our private Bible study. We did not get these things directly from God in our morning revival. We learned these things from certain ones. We learned them from Brother Watchman Nee, and we learned them in particular during the last 35 years from Brother Witness Lee. This training is a declaration of steadfast continuing. So there is the Apostles' teaching, the New Testament ministry, God's economy, the triune God, 
the all-inclusive Christ, the full ministry of Christ, the all-inclusive Spirit, the divine life, the body of Christ, the practical expression of the church, and climaxing in the wonderful new Jerusalem, which is really the goal and the intrinsic substance of Brother Lee's ministry. Witness Lee was born in 1905 in Shantung Province in mainland China. In April 1925, at the age of 19, he met the Lord in a personal way through the preaching of Sister Peace Wong. Simultaneously, he was called by Christ to be a bond slave to serve him for the rest of his life. His own testimony states, I still remember the experience of the God of glory appearing to me for the first time. That was on the afternoon of the day I was saved. When I walked out of the meeting hall into the street, I felt that everything was different. I stopped by the road and prayed to God. God, I don't want anything else anymore. I only want yourself. Soon after Witness Lee was saved, he studied the writings of various Christian teachers. In the course of study, he came across the publications of one writer, Watchman Nee, whom he later called a seer of the divine revelation in the present age. He began to correspond with Brother Nee, seeking advice and fellowship on how to best apprehend the truths of the Bible. Eventually, this relationship grew into a lifetime of co-working together between these two faithful servants of the Lord. Through them, the Lord recovered many precious truths and revelations for His body. The focus of their ministry was Christ as the mystery of God and the Church as the mystery of Christ. Elizabeth Rademacher was a young missionary in China in the 1920s. She was personally acquainted with both Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. I was a young missionary in Shanghai when I met Watchman Nee, and through his ministry, my spiritual life was revolutionized. My last contact with him was in early 1943. I met Brother Lee in 1959, when he first visited New York. We can say of both these brothers in the Lord, Hebrews 11.4, though he has died, he still speaks. Elizabeth told us that she was grateful to the Lord that Witness Lee laid the tracks in the United States for the train of God's economy that she found in China in Watchman Nee's ministry. The second memorial to Witness Lee was attended by nearly 8,000 believers from all over the world. Many groups of his closest co-workers came to the podium to memorialize and remember their personal experiences of the work of his ministry over the past 70 years. This testimony was read by Moses Chu. To my left is Brother Zhang Si Kang. He was brought to the Lord through Brother Witness Lee's gospel preaching in Shanghai in 1934. To my right is Brother Liu Renhuan. He was in the church life in Nanking when Brother Lee's ministry brought a great revival there in 1947. We first met Brother Lee in Shanghai. Brother Ni had many co-workers, 
but to our observation, none stood as closely with Brother Ni as Brother Lee did. Toward the end of 1942, a great revival was ushered in in Chifu through Brother Lee's ministry. 800 saints consecrated themselves and their everything to the Lord and the Church. His ministry on the Tree of Life brought a revival in 1947. We were there during the revival. The operation of the Spirit was so intense. In Shanghai, more than a thousand saints consecrated themselves and everything to the Lord and to His Church. Those were glorious days which we would never forget. In May 1949, due to the sudden change in the political situation, Brother Ni directed Brother Lee to leave the mainland and go to Taiwan to continue the work of the Lord's recovery. Brother Ni and Brother Lee met once more in 1950 in Hong Kong. For over a month, the two of them ministered together and brought in a revival in the church in Hong Kong. A short time later, Watchman Ni returned to mainland China. It was the last time these two co-laborers would see each other and the last time they would communicate directly. From that point on, Witness Lee faithfully carried out the unfinished work that Watchman Nee had begun. The messages given by these two faithful servants during their last time together in Hong Kong have been compiled in the final volume of the Collected Works of Watchman Nee, published by Living Stream Ministry. These are the last messages given by Watchman Nee. A large group of Witness Lee's co-workers from Taiwan came to the podium during the memorial. Liu Shui, a close co-worker accompanied by Silas Wu, spoke on their behalf. Brother Lee was sent by Brother Watchman Nee to Taiwan in 1949, and he arrived in Taipei in May. He was a wise master builder with the blueprint of the building of the church in his hand. Amen. He knew how to carry out God's economy step by step. We were all stirred up to give our time, strength, and material possession to preach the gospel. Within six months, a total of 505 brothers and sisters were baptized on six occasions. By the end of 1955, the total number of saints in Taiwan had attained to 40,000. From April to October 1958, Witness Lee was invited to London, England and Copenhagen, Denmark to conduct conferences. This began his work in the West. Then between 1958 and 1961, he visited the United States three times. In 1962, he was led by the Lord to move to Los Angeles. Jim Ritzke and Elton Carr were among the many who came forward to remember those early, wonderful days of his work in North America. He felt that America was a leading country of the whole earth, and that for the recovery to spread further, the ministry had to be brought into the English-speaking world. For a man in his late 50s who had lived all his life in the Chinese-speaking world, he was undeterred by the language barrier, and he began in 1962 to minister in America in the English language. He started the work in America by prayer. 
Brother Lee and three other brothers knelt down to pray every morning for the Lord to stir up the seeking in this country. Brother Lee was also very much looking to the Lord for the seeking ones all over America. His heart ached for the seekers of Christ who found no food. Wherever there were seeking ones who invited him to speak, he would go. He did not travel in high style. Much of his traveling was in an old car driven by Brother Samuel Chang, the brother-in-law of Watchman Nee. On these long trips, Brother Lee would write hymns. In some of the meetings to which he was invited to minister, he met with oppositions. They were opposed and trailed him from city to city. There were believers who only wanted his ministry on Christ and rudely rejected his ministry on the building up of the church. Throughout it all, Brother Lee handled the situation with great wisdom, always maintaining the dignity of the servant of the Lord and always ministering according to all that God had commissioned him to speak. He never changed or diluted his speaking in order to please men. This period of time from 1962 to 1974 was particularly fruitful for Witness Lee, as he was establishing churches and laying the foundation for the spread of the Lord's recovery in the English-speaking world. He was also laboring to raise up a testimony for the Lord in Korea, Japan, Australasia, and Latin America. In addition, he extended much care in raising up and building up churches throughout Southeast Asia, in Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong, Indonesia, and the Philippines. In 1974, a major turn in the ministry occurred as the center of the work moved from Los Angeles to Anaheim, California, and Witness Lee began perhaps the most ambitious undertaking of his ministry, the exposition of the entire scripture, which he called the life study of the Bible. Ron Kangas was the senior editor of this monumental project. Here are his comments. During a crucial time of fellowship in January 1974, Brother Lee shared concerning a great and heavy burden, the burden to carry out the life study of the Bible. Throughout the centuries, a great many teachers have authored studies on various books of the Bible, and countless commentaries have been written. However, most of them touch only the objective and doctrinal side of the divine revelation and have failed to emphasize the side of life. Because of this, our brother became burdened by the Lord to conduct the life study of the scriptures. When the final editing has been completed, the life study will contain at least 1,976 messages. It will have nearly 19,000 pages, and it will be printed in at least 32 hardcover volumes. In the Lord's recovery during the past 500 years, the Church's knowledge of the Lord and His truth 
has been continually progressing. The life study of the Bible, a monumental and classic work, builds upon and is a further development of all that the Lord has revealed to his church in the past centuries. The function of the genuine New Testament ministry is not merely the conveyance of doctrinal or scriptural knowledge, but rather that the ones coming in contact with it would become living letters inscribed not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. Let's listen as Witness Lee shares on these verses in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. The function of the New Covenant ministry is not to do a work, is to write letters. Well, you are ministering Christ to others. At the same time, Christ is not only written to the one to whom you minister Christ, but also Christ is written in you. So what? So, the same one writing, you know, at the same time produces two copies. In other words, the same one writing at the same time is going on two sheets of papers. It is going on in you. It's also going on in the apostles' heart. In writing produces two original copies. <laughs> only, listen, only the light preaching, the superficial preaching, like today's preaching, may not be the fact that the writing produces two original copies. That is a superficial preaching. That is a very light work of the gospel. The proper, the adequate ministry is always to write something at the same time in others' heart, also in my heart. I must tell you, within me, on my heart, a lot of letters. Maybe hundreds of copies. Thousand copies, letters. The apostles assured the Corinthians at the Corinth that they could never be forgotten by the apostles because they are written on the apostles' heart. Wherever they went, the apostles brought them, not in a briefcase with some pictures, photos, not bring them that way, but they brought them everywhere by having them written on the apostle's heart. I'm not just in teaching the Bible, I'm writing living letters of Christ. So to be such a writer, I must be one constituted with the child of God. It must be noted that one of the crowning glories of Witness Lee's ministry was the spread of the gospel, the establishing of New Testament local churches, and the advance of the New Testament ministry 
throughout the Eastern Bloc countries that took place through our brother's labor and support. Bill Lawson has been involved with the work in Russia from its inception. He spoke as he was flanked by a large group of co-workers from throughout Russia and Eastern Europe. Brother Lee's foresight, interest, and burden for the Lord's move to Russia dates back to 1981. Even during the Soviet era, he encouraged the translation, publication, and distribution of the ministry into the Russian language. In late 1991 and early 1992, a series of gospel conferences based on six messages chosen by Brother Lee were held bringing almost 8,000 to Christ, with over 2,000 being baptized in Moscow and bringing over 22,000 to Christ, with over 5,000 being baptized in St. Petersburg. There can be no greater assessment of Witness Lee's work in the Lord's recovery than to say that he was fully what he taught the saints to be. With Witness Lee, there was no distinction between his person and his message. Witness Lee treasured and often quoted a statement John Nelson Darby once made. Oh, the joy of having nothing and being nothing, seeing nothing but a living Christ in glory and being careful for nothing but his interests down here. Throughout his ministry, Witness Lee constantly exhorted the saints to love the Lord and constantly referred their attention not to himself nor to his ministry, but to the one of peerless worth. Give yourself to love the Lord. No other way is so prevailing, and no other way is so safe, so rich, and so full of enjoyment. Just love Him. Do not care for anything else. The final section of this memorial is taken from comments made both at the Anaheim Convention Center and at the gravesite meeting at Forest Lawn attended by nearly 5,000. This section focuses on his life and his living. Here are Ed Marks, Benson Phillips, and Andrew Yu. After Brother Lee's departure, we found something quite precious from his own personal Bible, which we have here. There is a note which he wrote against the text of Joshua chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, which he never released. The text reads this way, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. Thou shalt cause this people to inherit the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. At the bottom of this text, Brother Lee wrote a very precious note, which we would like to read to you. When I was called by the Lord to serve him with full time 
1933. The Lord gave me verses 5 through 7 as a promise. Our brother told us that in 1943 he had a dream in which he saw the day dawn like the dawning in the morning with a broad highway, very bright and very straight. The Lord brought our brother onto such a highway in his triumphant ministry from that time forth. As we look back over the life and ministry of our brother Lee, we all can testify that his dream was fulfilled in his own lifetime and continues to be fulfilled even today. His ministry has become a broad highway, a very bright and very straight, that has reached all the inhabited continents and has been delivered in all the major languages, including languages of India, Arabic, Italian, Mongolian, and many others. Nearly 2,500 churches have been helped by the Lord through Brother Lee's faithful care, many having been established and strengthened directly by him. The Lord has graciously opened up the entire scriptures through him, both in the way of life study and through the recovery version. And we ourselves can testify that Brother Lee has brought us into the same dream that directed him. Our brother speaking on the podium and his living off the podium is consistent. I have seen our brother talking to president of a nation. I have seen him talking to some of the most influential men on earth, as well as some of the most lowly men in society. In all of his conversations, he spoke like a God man. He never behaved improperly. Many times people would ask me, what kind of man is he? There was something noble about our brother. Words cannot describe his manner. Today, no matter how much we're comforted, we also say that we miss our brother very much. Brother Lee, you have been all the time loving us, caring for us, and shepherding us. Yet you have never allowed us during your lifetime to thank you for all that you have done for us. You have never allowed us to speak that much about you when you were with us because you want to lead us to the Lord you love. You have always turned us to Christ, to life, and to God's eternal purpose. But in this final hour, we thank you for all the labor and love you have poured on us. Goodbye, Brother Lee. We love you very, very much. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, produced by Living Stream Ministry. To contact us, please call toll-free 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 
3788. Thanks for listening today.